Saya bangun cukup tempat saya, ya Allah kira-kira saya akan kembali Detailing ini, kamu harus tunggu satu lagi Terima kasih Jesus Sesuai step from the dead Haleluya If I touch, if I see the nail in it Haleluya, if I touch the nail marks Amen Then I believe Are you hearing me? Then Jesus suddenly appeared in their midst And this is what the Lord Jesus said Jesus said unto him, Thomas Because thou hast seen me Thou has believed. And then he says, Blessed are they that have not seen and yet have believed. Hallelujah. Here the Lord Jesus showed us an amazing revelation. Hallelujah. So he said, Blessed. Say, I'm blessed. I'm blessed. Because we did not see Jesus. We did not see the nail marks. We did not see him crucified on the cross. But how did we know it? It is by the Spirit. It is by the Holy Spirit. Are you hearing me? So the Holy Spirit teaches us all things. You don't need to have experience, you know, there physically. Amen. Listen, the, the, the physical experience is, is amazing. Hallelujah. Physical is physical experience is amazing. Hallelujah. Now, if you look at the scriptures from the book of first John, chapter 1, verse 1, John told us an amazing experience and encounter that he had with Jesus. He said, that which we have from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes. That's amazing, seen with our eyes. Of course, you even see with your eyes. That's an amazing, powerful emphasis there. He said, we have seen with our eyes, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked upon, and our hands have handled the word of life. John said, our hands have handled the word of life. That's the word of life. Praise God. Are you hearing me? He said, I've touched the word of life. Yes, that's what Peter said. I've handled it. Glory to God. Are you in this place? The Lord is gracious and kind. Hallelujah. Peter came. He said something amazing. Peter came and said something in the book of 2 Peter chapter 1 verse 16. He says, we have not. Jesus. John says, I've, I've seen it in my eyes. I've handled the word of life myself. So whatever I'm telling you is the truth. And then Peter came, he says, we have not followed cunningly devised fables. We're not trying, we're not following a made-up story or myths and legend created by somebody. In another translation, they say it's an old wives' tale. Hallelujah. We have not followed cunningly devised fables when we have when we made known unto you the power and the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. But Peter says, we were eyewitnesses of his majesty. We were eyewitnesses of his majesty. Oh, come on. Amen. Look at the next verse. Verse 17. Peter. For he received from God the Father honor and glory. When there came such a voice, because Peter was there with Jesus in the mountain of transfiguration. Glory to God. So he was there. And then he's giving us an account of what had happened. He says, for he received from God the Father honor and glory when there came such a voice to him from the excellent glory. This is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. So Peter told us we were eyewitnesses of his majesty. We know what I'm talking about. Whatever they're sharing to you is not made up story. Look at verse 16. No wonder they choose to die the way they died. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. He says, for we have not followed cunningly devised fables. In other words, we, we, we are not wasting our time. Amen. When we tell you these things. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When we make known unto you the power and the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. But he said we were eyewitnesses 
to his majesty glory to god hallelujah and there jesus came in the book of john chapter 20 verse 39 he told thomas an amazing stuff he says jesus said unto him thomas because thou hast seen me and thou hast believed and then he says blessed are they that have not seen and yet have believed mm. so he's trying to tell thomas listen you don't really need to see so that you can be blessed the physical encounter is amazing but he told us he gave us this word blessed are they meaning he's looking to the future hallelujah he knew about you he knew about us he said blessed and that blessed comes from the greek word there are many interpretations there are many uh words in the greek that refer to bless one is eulogio hallelujah where we get our english word eulogy you know when we eulogize we try to lift the person up about the things that they do hallelujah so and there are many other words but here the master used makarios makarios m-a-k-a-r-i-o-s makarios in the greek means supremely blessed are they that have not seen hey, hallelujah Glory so that Lord. means i'm makarios oh i'm makarios, I'm makarios. amen makarios meaning supremely blessed you don't need to see you don't need to tend on the word of life like john but jesus said blessed are they that have not seen and that have believed so i belong to the makarios group hallelujah in the book of second corinthians chapter 4 i'll read from verse 3 to 4 i welcome pastor michael from christ embassy maloro hallelujah service was specifically for the English uh, brethren, English speaking brethren, hallelujah, so I know, praise the Lord, so let's read this, here Paul speaking to the church in Corinth, and he says this, but if our gospel be it, praise the Lord, he said, but if our gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost, okay, 
the next verse. Then he says, in whom the God of this world, notice, the God of this world, this is referring to Satan, not the big G, hallelujah, the God of this world, hath blinded the minds of men which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. This is the most amazing, amazing scripture. Now we know that the whole reason why our gospel is here to certain people is because the God of this world has blinded their mind. There's a mind-blinding spirit that blocks them from seeing what God wants them to see. Christianity is not a religion. Do you know that? It's not a religion. Hallelujah. But if you read the Bible, there is a religion in Christianity. The only religion is Christian Christianity was is when you know the Bible referred to giving alms to the poor. That's the religion part of it. Meaning we must do that religiously. Do you get it? Some people pray religiously, meaning you know, without without thinking or conscious about whatever they're doing, they just do it because they need to do it. Hallelujah. So the religion, the religion part in Christianity is, you know, looking after the poor. Hallelujah, the needy. That means nobody needs to compel you to do it. You just have to do it. It's a must. Hallelujah. That's the only religion in Christianity. But Christianity, hallelujah, in general, is not a religion. It's a pulsating life of God in a human person. The beating life of God in a human person. But the people the world, Meaning you will acquire. Mm. Hallelujah, or something that you will get in the future. Mm. Okay, the future tends to But in English, it's not in the future. Or not when you die. The Bible says, Whosoever believeth in him, you don't perish. That moment, you don't perish. But have everlasting life. You have. Not will have. Not going to have when you die. It's not a promise. You have eternal life. Hallelujah. And you know it. The Greek word for eternal life is Zoe. Z O E. That's a Greek word for eternal life. Eternal life is not human life. It's not plant life. It's not animal life. It's not human life. Is it? It's God life. Hallelujah. So now what do you now? What happened at that moment? You receive the God kind. The God kind. Oh my God. Hallelujah. You know, when I start in this kind of, you know, in the scriptures, Hallelujah. Praise God. So I have to be careful. Mm -hmm. I have to make sure that I go back to what I need to speak and share with you tonight. So he said, but if our gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost. It is hid to them that are lost. Hallelujah. So that means the whole reason why a lot of people are lost today, our gospel is hid to them. Remember Paul said, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ because it is the power of God. Yeah, salvation of the Jews and the Gentiles. Amen. I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God. Power of God. The power of God. Sometimes we say, God, give me your power. But the gospel is the power of God. The power of God. 
Hallelujah. Unto salvation to everyone that believed. Believeth. To the Jews first and also to the Greek. So he says, the gospel of Christ. The gospel of Christ has the power to save. Go back there to the book of Romans 1.16. That means the gospel of Christ has the power to save everyone that believes. Save that person from what? Save that person from what? Hallelujah. Glory to God. Listen, every negative thing that is happening in the world today came from the devil. Hallelujah. It's true. In the Old Testament, hallelujah, the revelation that they had, every good and bad thing comes from God because it's their revelation at that time. Amen. When you come to the New Testament, the Bible says something amazing. Hallelujah. He told us in the book of James, hallelujah, chapter 1, verse 17. He says, every good gift and every perfect gift is every good and every perfect gift is from above and then he says it cometh down from the father of lights in whom there is no variableness now what's going variableness there's no variation there's no ups and down in god how are you yeah i'm a little bit down today how are you yeah, how's business are sometimes up sometimes down now slowly slowly Hmm. Hallelujah, you don't have to talk like that. So, every good gift and every perfect gift comes from above and come up down from the Father of light in whom is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. Hallelujah, meaning if you stand in front of God, you cannot cast a shadow when you turn. Glory to God. That's a master that we serve, the God that we serve. So, he says, if our gospel be hid, go back to the Bible verse. Hallelujah. If our gospel, we look at the Bible again. Rotol, double click on the Bible again. Hallelujah. Continue. Well, so let's take for example. Okay, let's allow in the wind so. Hallelujah. The water that took the wind away so. Hallelujah. So, in the raven situations and the condition of the Hallelujah. But it's not always the case. Some people they will reject you. Hallelujah. They will tell you that I'm okay. But we know that they are not okay, right? Why? Because they need the gospel. So what happened because of their response? You just let them be. You just let them go. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So when we look at these scriptures, in don't know how to make Hallelujah. Now plan you can make them and then we can make that. That's God's plan. So when we look at these scriptures, we found out there's, a, there's something is blocking whatever that person is, whoever that person is, from receiving what God wants them to receive. And that is what? We're going to think about it. God of this world blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. So, if you're sharing the gospel to that particular person, and that person keeps on blocking you, saying this to you, we should not stop. Then, don't stop. Yes. They may do everything to stop you from coming to them, from hearing from you, but don't stop. We are not going to give up. 
Hallelujah. Amazing. So labor, prayer is labor. Mm. It's work. Mm. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. So he was interceding for the church in Colossa. Wow. Hallelujah. Laboring fervently in prayer for you in prayer that you may stand perfect and complete in all the will of God. Oh, hallelujah. Glory to God. Blessed be God. Amen. Hallelujah. And I was looking at this, you know, say this together, be laboring fervently. Laboring fervently. Laboring fervently. Laboring fervently. Like you're agonizing. Agonizing. We will get our English agonized. Praise the Lord. So it is translated as laboring. It means to strive. 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 You're not stopping. You're striving. Oh. Don't give up easily Amen. on souls. Amen. Don't give up. Amen. Strive. Agonism I. Labor fervently. Glory to God. The synonym means to fight. Fight in the spirit for them. Glory to God. Can I get a synonym go to contend, to, to struggle or to contend with an adversary? Glory to God. First, first Timothy chapter 6 verse 12. Here, Paul used the same word, agonism. First Timothy chapter 6 verse 12. He said, fight the good fight of faith. Oh. Fight the good fight of faith. Praise the Lord. Fight the good fight of faith. Fight the good fight. Say, fight the good fight. So the same word is what Paul used here. Fight the good fight of faith. Glory to God. Fervent. Fervent faith. Fervent faith. Praise God. Labor. Our working in Christianity is prayer. Oh boy. Hallelujah. We can, you know, we can talk about prayer. Day in and day out. So much. Hallelujah on the importance of prayer, my brothers and sisters. Glory to God. So when things happen around you, the God of Israel has blinded their mind. Your neighbors, your friends, your families. Hallelujah. So what do we do? We contend for their souls. How do we do? Contend for their souls in prayer. Amen. Agonize. Intercession. Interceding for them. You declare in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, you evil spirit of darkness that has blinded the minds of my, you know, whoever. You evil spirit of darkness that has blinded the minds of this person, I break your influence over them. I break your influence over sister, over brother. In the name of Jesus, I declare, hallelujah, he's going to see the light of the glorious gospel of, the gospel of Christ. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. If you don't, if you don't stop there, hallelujah, you continue in intercession, it's called prevailing in prayer. Say prevailing in prayer. Yes. Hallelujah. Now, <laughs> in the book of Daniel chapter 2 verse 44, i like to share with you, because this is something that I share with those in the morning as well. Hallelujah. The, the English service. Glory to God. Here. We know that the Daniel 2 is fully devoted on Nebuchadnezzar's dream. Nebuchadnezzar's dream, right? So, whole of chapter 2. Because in verse 44 is when uh, Daniel tried to interpret the dream. Let's read from verse 14. Let's read from verse 14, right? And the fourth kingdom shall be strong as I am, okay? What did Nebuchadnezzar see? Nebuchadnezzar saw a statue, right? 
the head is gold right and the chest or the shoulder area is silver right and then the loin area the tolona, is made up of brass Brassa. and then the feet is the feet of iron irony right so is a yeah na doing do ni empire so na matini do ya rabiru ta ki burugur no monea so we found out that daniel said you o the you o nebuchadnezzar thou art the head of gold thou art the head of gold so ke bangoko after you another kingdom comes if you read the book of daniel you will see the shoulder of iron sorry the shoulder of silver gold silver shoulder of silver was the middle and the persian empire media with the persia right was a collision right so media and persia they rule and reign and then after that sangelago mai ngi tolona ira or you know of brass brass was greece according to the scriptures greece came took over so one two three sangekabani matadi tu the feet what the leg rather was the kingdom of who Rome, iron, irony. Praise the Lord. Rome. So Jesus Christ came during the fourth, the reign of the fourth kingdom, and the fourth kingdom shall be strong as iron, for as for as much as iron breaketh in pieces, subdue all things. And as iron that breaketh all things, shall be breaking pieces and bruised. So you know the uh, the uh, leadership of the uh, the Roman Empire. Kwaemoka. There is actually a house of representative where people come in and bring in, you know, what to do from different areas, but it is only the king that makes the judgment. So yeah, hallelujah. He's the one that makes the rule. President it's done. So democracy Right? Praise God. So he says so they rule with iron, iron fist. And the iron shall break in pieces and subdueth all things, and as iron that breaketh all these shall it break in pieces and bruise. So, this is the fourth kingdom. The fourth kingdom. Look at next verse. Verse 41. And whereas thou sawest the feet and toes, part of potter's clay, and a mixed kina, another one, nangele, but the kina, irony, from a mixira. And the kingdom shall be divided, but they shall be in it of the strength of iron. For as much as thou sowed the iron mixed with miry clay, next verse verse 42. And as the toes of the feet were part of iron and part of clay, Rome mixed So the kingdom shall be partly strong and partly broken. Hallelujah. We know the kingdom is the kingdom that you and I will not see because we'll be raptured. Are you hearing me? We'll be raptured. That is basically. Hallelujah, the reign of the Antichrist in the last seven years. You know the story, you know. I've gone through prophecies with you. Look at next verse, verse 43. And whereas thou sawest iron mixed with miry clay, they shall mingle themselves with the seed of man, but they shall not cleave one to another, even as iron is not mixed with clay. Next verse, verse 44. This is something powerful. I like this. Glory to God. The setup of the kingdoms all around. The head of gold, this and that, but something else happening. He says, In the days of these kings, shall the God of heaven set up a kingdom. Okay, what kingdom is this? He set up a kingdom which shall never be destroyed. Hallelujah, Rabbazeti. Be destroyed. 
Wow. Amen. And the kingdom shall not be left to other people. Hey, hallelujah. Okay. Glory to God. It will not be left to other people. Thank you, Father. But it shall break in pieces and consume all these kingdoms. All this structure. All this setup. It will destroy all this kingdom. And it shall stand forever. My God. Stand forever. Stand forever. Remember, never be destroyed by anything. Not by nuclear weapon. Not by economic shutdown. Or economic recession. Glory to God. This is it. Where is this kingdom? Hallelujah. Glory to God. Where it can never be destroyed. Hallelujah. And it's a breaking pieces and consume all these kingdoms. And then it shall stand forever. Hallelujah. Stand forever. That means no end. Hallelujah. No end. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I, while I was, you know, saying this, I remember the words of John the Baptist. Hallelujah. He said something. Praise God. So I'm blessed. So, go to the book of Mark. Praise God. Yeah, a few other verses there. Mark chapter 1. And I'll read from verse 15. Oh, Rabbi. chapter 1 verse 15 hallelujah praise God let's read this Bible verse 2 3 go okay hallelujah let's 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 listen to the word of Jesus in the book of Luke chapter 17 verse 28 let's let's see there let's see there hallelujah glory to God the word of Jesus himself he says no 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 let's go to Mark chapter 1 verse 15 first Mark chapter 1 verse 15 Read it together with me, two, three, go. And saying, the time is fulfilled, and the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent ye, and believe the gospel. Hallelujah, read it one more time. And saying, the time is fulfilled, and the kingdom of God is at hand. Yes, glory to God. Because I'm going to go. Na po sa Jesus na mona sa my beauty kinotoni, do we put this like in prison? So John came, he was baptizing, hallelujah, he was saying the same word, repent, hallelujah. So when the Lord Jesus Christ came, he said the same thing, he said the time is fulfilled, the kingdom of God is at hand. He said he repent and believe the gospel, glory to God. Hey, come on somebody, Hallelujah. he said the kingdom of God is at hand. We saw in Daniel. Go back to Daniel chapter 2 verse 44. He said, in the reign of these kingdoms, so the Lord set up another kingdom. When Jesus came to this world, the kingdom of God was in him. He brought this kingdom. Are you following? He brought this kingdom. He said, repent. Speak, spoke to everybody. Repent. This kingdom is the strongest kingdom that shall never be destroyed. A kingdom that shall not be left to other people. And then he says, but it shall break in pieces and consume all this kingdom. 
and it shall stand forever. It shall stand forever. Glory to God. Stand forever. Jesus came. He said this word in the book of Mark chapter 1 verse 15. You know, John was saying the same thing. And now when Jesus came, he said this, that time is fulfilled. Say that together, may that time is fulfilled. And the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent you and believe the gospel. Repent you and believe the gospel. Glory to God. Come on somebody, are you still here? Follow me closely here. And then what happened? Now as we notice, he tried to convince those people. But when you go to the book of John chapter 1 verse 11, something happened to these people. He came to his own. He came to the Jew. The Bible says he came unto his own. And then what happened? His own received him not. Oh, oh. They neglected the kingdom. They didn't know. They were expecting the Messiah to come to set up a physical government. Hallelujah. Say prime minister. Not to expectation on a Jew. But he came to set up another kingdom. Jesus answered, read it together, two, three, go. Jesus, Jesus answered, answered, my kingdom, kingdom is not of this world. If you're thinking that this is going to be a political one, no. It's not of this world. Amen. Hallelujah. He said, if my kingdom were of this world, then would my servants fight and I should not be delivered to the Jews? But now is my kingdom not from here, not from hence. Hallelujah. This is the word of Jesus. He said, my kingdom is not from this world. Glory to God. So, but he says, repent, the kingdom of God is at end. So, Daniel saw the kingdom. He said, the Lord is going to set up another kingdom. But Jesus, when he came, he had a mission to establish the kingdom of God here on earth. Glory to God. To make the whole world be part of that kingdom. But he first came to the Jews. The Bible says in the book of John chapter 1 verse 11, he came unto his own and his own received him not. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When Jesus was speaking in his last uh, communication, Hallelujah. He said something in the book of Matthew, chapter 23, verse 37. It, it's lamentation. He was crying over, he lamented over Jerusalem in Israel. Oh, Jerusalem, Jerusalem. Jerusalem, Jerusalem. Thou that killest the prophets and stonest them which are sent unto thee. You kill the prophets, you stole those people that I sent to you. How often would I have gathered thy children together, even as a hen gathered a chicken under her wings, and you would not. I, many times I tried to gather you, but you still, don't, you still rejected this, them. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. In that moment, he came up to his own, they rejected him. All these things, they don't want to know him. Hallelujah. Let's read this. 
Glory to God. Read it together. Two, three, go. Therefore, say I unto you. Jesus, the kingdom of God shall be taken from you, from the Jews, and given to a nation, bringing forth fruits thereof. Oh, hallelujah. hallelujah. Glory to God. Kampala says it's over. It's not going to be yours. I'm taking this kingdom and I'm going to give it to another nation. And this nation will work accordingly to what? Hallelujah. I will tell them to do. Therefore say I unto you, the kingdom of God shall be taken from you and given to a nation, bringing forth the fruits thereof. He says, the publican and the harlots, they will enter first. The publican and the prostitutes, they will enter first. Then you before you. Praise the Lord. The kingdom of God shall be taken from you and given to a nation. My God. Oh Peter, in the book of 1 Peter chapter 2 verse 9, he said something very amazing. Let's go there. Glory to God. First Peter chapter 2 verse 9. He says, but you are chosen. Come on, come on, come on, come on. You are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, and holy nation. Holy nation. We are a holy nation. The moment that you become born again, you belong to a nation. Are you hearing me? You belong to that holy nation. Glory to God. The question is, why are we called holy? Praise the Lord. You know it. Amen. Hallelujah. Why are you holy? Why are we called a holy nation? Well, because we go to church every day, because we read the Bible, we pray. Hallelujah. That makes us holy. Well, come Hallelujah. Come on. We are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. And the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. And you know it very well. The righteousness is not according to your works. Hallelujah. But His work. He made us righteous. We were born righteous that way. Hallelujah. God knew. Hallelujah. Your good works is but a filthy rag to Him. Praise the Lord. But the only way for Him to, to, to qualify you. So that we can come and call him boldly and stand in his presence is for him to give you his righteousness. To give you his righteousness. That's why a Christian, you are born of the word. Hallelujah. The word is God. Amen. Say the word is God. So you are born of God. You receive the gospel into your heart. And then the gospel comes when you look at the scriptures in the book of Luke. Luke told us that the word is a seed. The seed of God is the word. Amen. So the seed of God is the word. I like this. This is amazing. The seed of God is the word. Praise God. So everything that you can find in an orange is in the orange seed. Hallelujah. Even the taste, even how sweetness, the sweetness. Glory to God. So he told us that the seed is the word of God. When God gave Jesus Christ, he was actually planting a seed. Jesus Christ came. Oh, hallelujah. Are you in this place? Glory to God. Jesus Christ came as a seed. As a seed. In the book of John chapter 12 verse 24. He told us. Jesus told us. Jesus affirmed. Verily, very I say unto you. Except a corn of wheat fall into the ground and die. It abides alone. It, it abides alone. Just one corn. But if it die. What happened? It bringeth forth much fruit. So there's a reason 
the word of God must die. So he was telling us here, fall on the ground, died, so that he can bring forth the much fruit. We are the seed of Christ. Are you hearing me? We are the seed of Christ. So wherever you are seated right now, you are the seed of Christ. So what happened? God sent his word. The word is a seed. And that seed falls on the ground and died. And then what happened? It bringeth forth much fruit. So God has a plan. Hallelujah. God has an agenda. Glory to God. Praise the Lord. Much fruitful, it was this holy nation. The word is a seed. Oh, come on, come on, come on. Hallelujah. Jesus needs to die. And then what happened? Glory to God. He needs, he needs to die. And then so that he can bring him forth much fruit. So we go look at it like there we go to the Sereni Mambo. Mambo Lord, don't come and come Why? It didn't make you very than a mango So you know it. it tastes sweetness. And then you really want to get the same thing. So you dig the seed and you plant it. And then what happened? It grows. Come on, somebody. So the word came, planted, he did it. So everybody who received the gospel, you didn't do anything to become righteous. You have received the righteousness of God. And don't break people. Are you in this place? Amen. That's why you are saved, not of your works, but of his grace. Amen. Righteous. How can I become righteous? I told you, when we talk about righteousness, we use different measurements of righteousness because we have our yardstick. Every country can decide whatever that is right in that country. Right? It becomes all correct. Praise the Lord. Take for example, it may be unlawful for you, for a woman to get married with a woman or a man to other men. But when we go to another country, it is death sentence. When we go to another country, you be taken to prison. Glory to God. But when we go to another country, it's legal. So men choose their own way of righteousness. Are you hearing me? But there is a righteousness of God. There is a righteousness of God. Are you, dead? Are you hearing me? Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So there is a righteousness of God. This righteousness of God, you try to do your own works, you cannot attain it by yourself. The only way for you is to be born of Him. So, are you hearing me? Same taste, same flavor. So, I mind. They didn't choose to have that sweetness. They didn't choose to have that quality. Glory to God. Why? Because they are born that way. This is why a lot of Christians, they condemn themselves. They think, you know, I need to be righteous. Righteousness is work. You, go, you think that you can do all those things and be acceptable to God. You can't because he has done it. A lot of times, we are still sin conscious but not righteous. Amen. Praise God. God wants you to be righteousness conscious. You're going to be conscious. Kill it. Kill it. Kill it. Kill it. Kill Kill it. Hallelujah, that stuff, that the subject of righteousness is a huge thing in our Christian There's many debates, 
because they say, ah, how can you be righteous? How can you be righteous? The holy mountain of the Lord, which is Mount Sinai, right? He didn't do anything to become holy. He didn't do anything to become holy. The Bible says, hallelujah, the presence of the Lord touched down on Sinai and then suddenly he was declared the holy mountain. Glory to God. As Christians, we are the temple of the living God. The presence of God is what conferred something to be holy. Are you hearing me? So the moment that you become born again, it is, it is by birth. You are holy because of your birth. Are you hearing me? Glory to God. It's not by actions. Now actions are going make muri. What the Lord did, he first started at the root. Makes you holy first. Because if the inside can be holy, the outside can be just holy like that. So they complain, am I? Hallelujah. Glory to God. So he says, Verily I say unto except a crop of wheat fall unto the ground and die, it abideth alone. But if it die, it bringeth forth much fruit. So ye are the chosen generation. Yeah. The royal priesthood. That holy nation. Yeah. That holy nation. What makes you holy is because of your birth. Hallelujah. It's your birthright. Come on, somebody. Glory to God. You didn't work for it. The Lord did it. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So, now the kingdom of God has been given to us. The kingdom of God has been given to us. Glory to God. What happened to Israel, Pastor? Glory to God. What happened to them? The Bible told us something that they happened to Israel right now. In the book of Romans 11, 25. For 2,000 years, Israel will be like this. Then 2,000 years will end in 2013. Hallelujah. From when Christ died in 30 AD and 2000, according to the prophet Hosea, it ends at 2013. He says, this is what happened. For I would not, brethren, that you should be ignorant of this mystery, lest you should be wise in your own conceit. That blindness in part is why? Because they have rejected the kingdom. So partial blindness of Israel until the fullness of the Gentile be coming. Until the full number of the Gentile come into the kingdom. So to deal with Israel in the last week, the 70th week of Daniel, which is seven years. He said, but now blindness. Church is not supposed to be getting their ideas right on how to worship God from Israel at this moment. Hallelujah. Are you hearing me? Amen. There are those who are going around wearing all those things. They think, they think you can be accepted that way. No. Blindness in part is happened to Israel. The Lord is dealing with the church right now. Amen. Right now. Where is the God? Where is the Lord's presence? Not in the Ark of Covenant in, in Israel. It's in us. Amen. Glory to God. We are the temple. Amen. We are the Ark of the Covenant. Amen. What was inside the Ark of the Covenant is the Ten Commandments. Hallelujah. But you are born of the word. Amen. Your spirit was recreated in oh, the word. Rabbi the word of God is inside of you. Amen. The presence of God is inside of you. Amen. Are you hearing me? That's what makes you the temple. So he says blindness is part is happened to Israel. We pray for Israel because that's what the Lord told us to do. Hallelujah. But to get direction from Israel, a no no. The Holy Spirit is now given to the church. The kingdom has been taken away from them. According to the word of Jesus, and give it to a nation. Brother Peter, you are that holy nation. You are the chosen generation. The Lord saw the future. Hallelujah. And he told Daniel this was going to happen. 
while this is going on, I'm going to set up another kingdom. And this kingdom is indestructible. Hallelujah. Come on, somebody. Indestructible. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Oh, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Oh, hallelujah. Glory to God. I know who I am. I'm a child of God. But you know, just in the truth, in the book of 1 Peter, chapter 1, verse 23, he told us something. Oh, my God. Say it one more time. Why, why, why? First Corinthians chapter 15 verse 45. Before I go here. First Corinthians chapter 15 verse 45. He told us clearly. The Bible revealed us, revealed to us that Jesus Christ. Go, go there. Go to the Bible verse. First Corinthians chapter 15 verse 45. So it is written the first man Adam was made a living soul. And then boom. The Bible referred to Jesus Christ as the last Adam. There was, there's another Adam. Are you aware? Kasatakabaya. There's another Adam. Adam in the Hebrew means the first man. But he told us there's another first man. A first man in who? In what? The last Adam was made a quickening spirit, meaning that life giving spirit. And I told you something already. The first Adam, the program, and then go on, go on, go on. Generation after generation. Hallelujah. But the last Adam, the words that I speak unto you. Hey, hallelujah. Yes. Word is a seed. Mm. Oh, come on, somebody. Amen. Word is a seed. Amen. Word is a seed. The word comes to you is a seed of God. Amen. It's a seed of God. It contains it. God transports Himself through His word. Amen. Hallelujah. When you hear the word, the nature of God comes to you. It all encapsulated in that word. The word is a seed. The seed of who? The seed of God. Glory to God. First Peter chapter 1 verse 23. Then he told us, you are born again, not of corruptible seed. Okay. You're born again, not of corruptible. I am incorruptible. He said you're born again, not of corruptible seed. But of incorruptible. Ah, no one, no kingdom can destroy. Amen. Amen. No kingdom should destroy. Are you hearing me? But of incorruptible, but the word of God, which liveth and abideth forever. You are invincible. Hallelujah. Invincible, you are indestructible. Amen. No wonder he says, Whosoever believeth in him should not perish. Come on, come on, come on. Should not perish. But have everlasting. Oh, hallelujah. Glory to God. Everlasting life. But why are people dying? Why are people dying? Hallelujah. Glory to God. If our gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost. In whom the God of this world had blinded their minds. Did you know that immortality was already provided through the gospel? The book of 2 Timothy chapter 1 verse 10. Hallelujah. He told us something very powerful. Hallelujah. Quickly go there. Second Timothy chapter 1 verse 10. 
Shall not prevail against it. Upon what rock? The revelation. Upon what rock? I told you already. Who is the rock? Jesus. Jesus Christ. Come on, somebody. Who is the rock? Jesus. Oh, yeah. I know Jesus Christ. Yeah. So that means I'm on the rock. 
No, my brothers and sisters. Are you hearing me? Hallelujah. He said, if you go back to the previous verse, they came to the place and Jesus asked them, hey, what do these people say? I am. Oh, you are the prophet? You, they say you are Jeremiah? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Elijah, Jeremiah, or one of the prophets? Next verse. Hallelujah. And said unto them, but whom say you that I am? Because that's what the people say. But I want to hear from you. What is your definition? What is, how can you describe me? Or what do you say I am? Look at the next verse. Simon Peter answered and said, Thou art the Christ. Thou art the Christ. And then he says, the son of the living God. You are the Christ. You are the Christ. You are the Christ. The son of the living God. Hey, Mary with the My hallelujah. Praise the Lord, Nazareth. He didn't say that, but you are seeing something else. You have received a revelation of who I am. You have received what? A revelation of who I am. Up there, not down here. You're not trying to define me. Define the person that is talking to you right now. But you talk about me in another dimension. Say me in another dimension. Say Jesus in another dimension. And look at next verse. Jesus answered and said unto him, Listen, Simon, the son of Jonah, Simon Bajona. He said, Flesh and blood, I like this, have not revealed it unto thee. Flesh and blood have not revealed it unto thee. But he says, But my Father which is in heaven, Glory to God. Glory to God. He says, but my father that is in heaven. Look at next verse. Revelation in the spirit. He says, I say also unto thee that thou art Peter. Amen. He said, I say also unto thee that thou art Peter. I told you already, he was not referring to Peter. The, the, the King James translators, they they thought that the word here was referred to Peter because the word Peter and the word stone is the same thing. Petros. In the Greek, Petros. Here, Jesus was speaking to all of them. You are all Petros. You are all Peter. You are all lively stones. Are you hearing me? You are all small stones. Lively stones. He says, upon this revelation of who am I in the spirit upon the rock, that's how I will build my church. The church is not physical. Amen. The church is built by revelation. Amen. Are you hearing me? Amen. The church is not physical. Not everybody calls themselves Christian, go to church. They are not really part of God's church. Praise the Lord. Because for you to know God is by revelation. So he says, this is the rock. The rock here is called Petra. You know it, right? Petra, Petros. He says, upon this Petra, the revelation of who Christ is, Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God. He says, that's a Petra. And upon this Petra, I will build my church. You are that stone. And then you are built on that Petra. The stone which the builders have rejected has become the chief of cornerstone. Are you hearing me? Amen. So from that rock, Sangha, he said, you are all Peter. You are all Petros. You are all Petros. He told us that whatever Jesus was saying, he was not referring to them. Hallelujah. Peter says this. Hallelujah. First Peter chapter 2, verse 5, not 3. 
Glory to God. And this, he said, he also came to Telena as what? Lively stones. He also has lively stones. And I build up a spiritual house. There's a spiritual house. There's a kingdom. And this kingdom shall never be destroyed. Are you still here? Hallelujah. Say, I'm blessed. I'm full of the Holy Ghost. I'm part of God's kingdom. I know who I am. I know where I'm going. I'm a child of God. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. I'm alive unto God. I'm alive unto God. I know who I am. Hey, I know who I am. I'm strong. I'm strong. I'm wise. I'm different. I'm a child of God. And I'm moving upward and forward only. I'm a success. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. So he said, upon this rock, go back there, go back, go back there, I will build my church. 1618, maybe 1618. Upon this rock, I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. You know what? You know, I told you already that the gates, to the gates. Now, the man of God, Pastor Chris, wrote a book called The Gates of Zion. The Gates of Zion. Now, what's going to gates, meaning, it's referring to the works, the works, the works of Zion. Likewise here, the works of hell. Everything that is that is coming out of hell, everything that is coming out of hell will not prevail against the church. Amen. The church is not a building. The church is not a denomination. There's a true church of Jesus Christ built by revelation. Amen. So everybody, anyone who come to him by faith, you have access in that realm. You have access in that realm. We are not from beneath, we are from above. Are you hearing me? You may look like you're, you're sitting here, but this is what the Lord Jesus did. Now when you go to the bow, you are you have arrived into the kingdom. Yeah. You have arrived into the kingdom in the book of Ephesians chapter 2, verse 6. Hallelujah. The Bible says he has raised us up together and made us what? Sit together. You are sitting together with Jesus. Where? In heavenly places. In Christ Jesus. I'm sitting on the throne. Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. I'm sitting on the throne. Give it to me from the Amplified Translation. I love how the Amplified puts it. Glory to God. Oh, praise the Lord. Read it, read it together. Two, three, go. And he raised us up together with him and made us sit together. Even our glory sitting with him. So we have joint sitting with him. Hey! Hallelujah. He's sitting like this and he's telling you, no, come join the church. He sits. He sits. Do you know who you are? Hallelujah. You are seated in the place of authority and dominion and power. Hey, hallelujah. The Amen. Church is yet to know his authority. We are not in the mercy of any government. Hey, we are not in the mercy of the WHO. They are not supposed to decide what should happen in the church. Hallelujah. Are you hearing me? Amen. They should not tell us how to worship. They said, don't sing because in COVID, COVID will spread when you open your mouth. And when you dance, that's how it spread. Who told you? Who told you? Glory to God. Come on, somebody. Who told you? Because I'm seated in the heavenly places. Come on, say, I'm seated in the heavenly places. Say, 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 say. I'm seated with the heavenly places. Glory to God. So who, who told you? told you who told you we have to tell them that's why i know no one long making a covid and the church is running in hiding they don't know who they are 
Hallelujah. They don't know who they are. They don't know the authority. No, this kingdom that the Lord has set up cannot be destroyed by COVID. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you hearing me? Amen. John used the Greek word pharmakia, meaning the administration of drugs, which we just saw. The whole world will be deceived. And the Lord, and, and he's going to use the, the, the merchants, the businessmen that sell the pharmakia. What? Hallelujah. The leaders of the world. Praise the Lord. So who told us? Look at the look at Psalms chapter 2. I read from verse 1. Oh, hallelujah. Psalms chapter 2, verse 1. Praise God. Let's look at this. This is powerful. Why do the heathen rage? And the people imagine a vain thing. Why are they imagining a vain thing? They think that they can destroy what the Lord has done and built. The gates of hell cannot prevail against the church. Why do the heathen rage and the people imagine a vain thing? Look at next verse, verse 2. The kings of the earth set themselves. They think that they are the jar. <laughs> they set themselves and you become the director of the WJ. You become the king of kings. And the rulers take counsel together against you. Against the Lord. And against his anointed king of so they want to plan against the Lord and against his anointed, saying, look at next verse, let us break their bands asunder. Let us tell them to go out, don't go to church, break their bands asunder. Let us cast away their cords from us. They're against the Lord and against the anointed. Look at next verse, because I'm seated in the heaven. He that seated in the heaven shall what? <laughs> what do they think? What do they think? He that sitteth in the heaven shall laugh, and the Lord shall have them in derision. That's what we have, what, what, what we saw. Glory to God. By 2019, the man of God, Pastor Chris, came and said, something is going to happen in 2020. And the Lord told us to pray. We prayed 2019, coming to 2020, continuing even now, right now as we speak. Hallelujah. A group is going 15 minutes. The world's largest prayer chain. Hallelujah. The longest prayer chain ever. It started in 2009, it still continued in 2022. Because the Lord told us to pray. Pray against the work of the darkness. They were not they don't know. They, they thought they said, ah, it's something like a Spanish flu. You know, you should hide. You should, uh, you know, humble yourself. They don't know who we are. They don't know what the Lord has set up. Do you know we're not at the, we're not at the mercy of any government? Amen. Glory to God. Amen. Well, sometimes we prayed here in the church and the Lord showed us. The watches have changed in the heavenlies. And the, and the word of the Lord says there's a change in government in Fiji. Yeah. How many of you here? Put your hands up if you're here with me. Yeah. We pray and the Holy Ghost opened my eyes and I saw these things. And I told them, <laughs> it's changed. It's changed. So when they go on the bowlings, they try to, to work out all these glitches. Glory to God. Are you hearing me? Because we are in charge. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Say, I know who I am. Say, I know who I am. Listen, because we are watchers. Remember, I showed you the scripture already. We are watchers. Daniel chapter 4, verse 17. Hallelujah. Salamai. Salamai tukuni bango. You're going to be out. Your kingdom has changed. This matter is by the decree of the watchers. The watchers has decreed these things. And the demand by the word of the holy ones. To the intent, the intention is that the living may know that the most high ruler in the kingdom of men. How does God rule in the kingdom of men? Through the church. Through the church. 
A lot of people, they play light on the church. They think the church is nothing. They talk about the church. They talk about the pastor. Do you know what the church is? Hallelujah. Do you know what the church is? That's why the man of God, Pastor Chris, taught us differently. He said like this, if, if, if you find out a pastor of whatever ministry does things, you keep your mouth shut because you don't know what the church is. Yes. Stay away from those people who talk about the church and talk about everything that's happening in church because they don't know. There is a rule, there is a law that governs the church. Glory to God. Are you in this place? Can you take me back there? Seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Glory to God. <laughs> Hallelujah. Just love, just love. <laughs> because we know when the church tries to come, you know, and try to work things against you, you just love, just love. <laughs> Praise the Lord. They say, I know. I love because I'm seated in the heavens. So the one that's sitting in heaven is laughing. I'm sitting in heaven, so I love because I know. The mechanics of life we know because we have access to God. We have access to the mechanics of life. Hallelujah. Because we, we know the mechanic. We know the master engineer. We know the architect of the universe. Are you in this place, somebody? Hey, say, I know who I am. I know who I am. And I, 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 I say something. Remember, you're seated in heavenly places in the Christ. Did you know that Satan desired your place? Satan lusted for your place and he was kicked out. Glory to God. The book of Isaiah chapter 14 verse 14. The Bible says, Look at this, look at this. I will ascend above the heights of the clouds and I will be like the most high. I will be ascended above the clouds and I will be like the most high. So God did something through Jesus Christ. Satan couldn't get to the heights of the clouds and it cannot be like the most high. Praise the Lord. He was kicked out from heaven. Praise the Lord. And then he found out later that Jesus Christ came and he created something, a kingdom. And the citizens of the kingdom can share his name. Wow. Can share God's throne. I told you. I showed you the scripture. In the Old Testament, God cannot share his name. God cannot share his throne. But he showed us we have a joint city. Satan desire what you have. Glory to God. He desire, he said, let me descend up, ascend it above the heights of the clouds, and I will be like the most high. Come on, somebody. He said, I want to be like that. Let me go up. Praise God. But in the New Testament, what happened? We are seated together in heavenly places. In Christ Jesus. Glory to God. First John chapter 4, verse 17. He said something. First John chapter 4, verse 17. The Bible says, This is the confidence. Here it is the love made perfect that we may have. The boldness. In the days of judgment, you will have what? Boldness. In the days of judgment, you will not be shying on that corner and saying, I think I'm going to be judged. Oh, this no. In the days of judgment, we'll have this bonus in the days of judgment. Why? 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 We do we have bonus in the days of, days of judgment? Because as he is, so, so are we, we. in this world. Amen. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hey, come on. You didn't quite get that. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. The Lord is gracious and kind. Hallelujah. Do you know what? There are two types of judgment. Right? What are they? Foundation school students. 
the great white throne judgment and the judgment seat of Christ. The judgment seat of Christ. What's the difference? One is uh, for the world. The judgment seat of Christ is us believers. Two judgments. Hallelujah. The Christians. And the great white throne which we saw in the book of Revelation is for the sinners. For us as a Christian, our judgment is reward. I already showed you if you're part of the foundation school. Hallelujah. But the other side, the great white throne, you know, the great white, great white throne, judgment is for the sinners. They are going to judge for all that they, whatever, whatever they have been doing. But to us, it's award, it's reward. We're going to be rewarded according to the works that we do in the kingdom. Why? Because we are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Romans chapter 8, verse 1. What does the Bible say? Come on, come on. Hallelujah. There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus. Are you in Christ Jesus? No condemnation for you. To them that are in Christ Jesus who walk not under the flesh but after the spirit. There's no condemnations. Can I not? I won't be condemned because I'm in Christ Jesus. Amen. And walking in Jesus and not after the flesh but after the spirit. Are you in this place? There's no condemnation for you. So, Pastor, but what are you trying to do? What are we going, what are going to happen during the great judgment? We are going to be part of what judgment? The judgment seat of, of Christ. But during the great white throne, you're not going to match in with the sinners. You're going to be sitting with, with Christ, judging the world. First Corinthians chapter 6, verse 2. First Corinthians chapter 6, verse 2. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. First Corinthians 6, verse 2. Read, 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 read together with me. Two, three, go. Do you not know that the saints shall judge the world? Oh, come on, somebody. Do you not know that the saints shall judge the world? And if the world shall be judged by you, are you unworthy to judge the smallest matter? Oh, my God. So the saints shall judge the world. Oh, 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 oh. Look at next verse. Verse 3. Come on. Know ye not that the saints that, that, that we shall judge even angels? Oh We're gonna give hallelujah the judgment of Satan. The judgment of all these fallen angels. He desired, he lasted after what the Lord has given to us. He said, Let me be ascended. Give me the fabulous, let me ascend above the clouds. Let me be like him. But the Bible says we are seated together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. He has given us joint seating. My God, I'm actually on the throne. I'm actually on the throne. You may not look like you're on the throne, but you are seated on the throne. The realm of the spirit is not defined by joy. Hallelujah. It's a realm of undefined, timeless, ageless. Hallelujah. You cannot use GPS to locate God. Praise the Lord. Because you can only locate God geography. Maybe he's fast and fast. No, 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 no. God is spirit. Amen. God is spirit. The realm of the spirit is the realm which we, you are brought into. Glory to God. Are you in this place? So, so I like this. So, what happened? Satan says, I will be like the most high. But the Bible says, as he is, so am I in this world. As the Lord is right now in heaven, so am I in this world. Right now. Right now. I'm not trying to be like him. I'm already. Hallelujah. Him. 
Praise the Lord. Why are you already here, Pastor? What are you saying? Because he is the vine and we are the branches. You cannot say that branch is a orange and that tree is a banana. The whole tree becomes one name, right? The whole tree becomes one name. And then he says, he, he is the vine and we are the branches. And the name of the tree is God. The name of the tree is God. Who are you? Uh oh. Don't let your theology be shaken now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If the tree is God and you're the branch, then who are you? Who are you? God. Brother Church, who are you? Who are you? Do you know who you are? Do you know who you are? Psalms 82 verse 6. The Bible says, read this, read this, read this. Come on. I have said you are gods. It's plural with an S. I have said you are gods and all of you what? That's God's mind. John chapter 10 verse 34. What did Jesus say? See, some of you, I'm giving you this scripture. Do you think this scripture I'm bringing for my village? <laughs> Jesus answered them. Jesus, read, 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 two, three, go. Yeah. And he said, not written in your law. I said, you are gods. He's the God of gods. He's the God of gods. He is the big G. We are the small G's. It's plural. I have said, I have said, Jesus answered them. Is it not written in your law? I said, I said, we are gods. You know, religion tell you that you are not, you have not made it. Religion, but the Lord has done it. In this place, yes, you've got to take your position as God's. Yeah. He's the God of God's, yeah. and He's the King of Kings. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You've got to be God in your health, yeah. you've got to be God in your finances, yeah. you've got to be God over all things that the Lord has given yeah. to you. We're not at the mercy of anybody. Yeah. You are strong, yeah. you are strong. Yeah. If He is the mind, then you are the branches. Who are you? Your gods! Your gods! The devil doesn't want to know you, let you know this truth. Because he lasted after the thing. He said, let me ascend it above the clouds. <coughs> Praise the Lord. And then he says, let me be like God. Matthew 1344. Let me end here. Matthew thirteen forty-four. Jesus explaining something. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like unto treasure hid in a field. Okay. Treasure hunt, treasure hunt, treasure hunt. The kingdom of God is like a treasure hid in a field. The, the which when a man had found, he found it, and then what happened? He hideth, or he hideth. He hideth for joy thereof. He excited. He goeth, he selleth all that he had, and buyeth that field. Are you hearing me? Listen, Jesus has bought the field. Amen. Can you see that? He bought the whole field. Why? Because he found there's a treasure in the field. The treasure is the church. The field is the world. Say it, say it. the treasure is the church. Because he said he's building the church, has been given, the kingdom has been given. So, it's there. I 
cannot get it from here. It's just there. So what happened? He bought the whole world. He bought the whole field. Praise the Lord. So the treasure is the church and the field is the world. So Jesus bought the whole world with the price of what? His own blood. His own blood. Why did he pay or purchase the whole world with his own blood? Because of the church. Are you in this place? So he gave everything. Oh, to America, this is the whole reason. You know, this tells us what Satan wants. When he creates, when he inspires crisis in the world, the world, the famine, all those things, is just to direct. The target is this. That, you know, the children of God and the church. Hallelujah. The end game is also to go after the church of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Why? Because he's completely averse to God's children serving and worshiping God freely, but because he's a failure. Are you hearing me? Praise the Lord. Satan is so against the church. Listen, because we are gods. Are you hearing me? Glory to God. Go back to the book of Psalms 82 verse 6. From verse 5. From verse 5. Glory to God. Maybe from verse 1. Let's go from verse 1. Let's see. This is powerful. God standeth in the congregation of the mighty. And he judges among the gods. Plural. The gods and the mighty are gathering and the Lord is standing and judging. Look at next verse. Verse 2. How long will you judge unjustly? God asking the gods. The small gods. How long will you judge unjustly accepting the person of the wicked? When a wicked person comes into power, pray against. Yeah. And these people are not doing the job, the gods and the mighty. But the story has changed. Amen. Look at next verse. Defend the poor and the fatherless. Do justice to the afflicted and the needy. Next verse. Verse 4. Deliver the poor and the needy. Read them out of the hand of the wicked. Next verse. Verse 5. He says, they know not the gods. They don't know it. Neither will they understand. They walk on in darkness and all the foundation of the earth is out of course. Foundation of families out of course. Everything go chaotic. Hallelujah. But God has made you, has put you in a place of power and position of dominion and authority. Amen. And then he says in the next verse, but I have said your gods and all of your children are the most high. Glory to God. Are you hearing me? That's God's plan. So don't go on a design that God set down to be like him, but the Lord has made you. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 22. Let's read. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 22. Hallelujah. The Bible says, let's read from verse uh, 20. Next verse, verse 21. Hallelujah. So Jesus is far above the heavenly, all principalities and power and might and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this world, but also in that which is to come. Next verse, verse 32, and have put all things under his feet. Everything is under his feet and gave him to be what? Head over all things to the church. Next verse, verse 23, head over all things to the church. Go back there. The Lord has given Jesus Christ to be the head over all things to the church. He's a comma, meaning he's still continuing. He's on a full stop. To be the head of all things to the church. What is the church? Next verse. Which is his body. The church is his body. The fullness of him. The full God. Hey, uh, hallelujah. God wow. and the church is the fullness. 100% God. Hey. You don't get it. Hey, hallelujah. The church. In the, in, the, in the revelation, when we come to heaven, we are not the bride. 
The bride is a city called Zion. The city is already there. When we come, we are coming as bride, as a bridegroom. A sort of We don't forget it. You know, there's so much of that. He said, which is his body? The church, which is his body? The fullness of him. Oh, Rabbi. Do you know you? Zion. I know who I am. 
Hallelujah. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 32. He said, He have come. Hallelujah. He have come. Hey. He have come. Where? Where do you come from? Unto Mount Zion. Papa, let us know that you come from Mount Zion. Yeah, hallelujah. Come to the city of the living God. Amen. The heavenly Jerusalem, not hallelujah. the physical Jerusalem. This is the real Jerusalem. Oh. Because God is spirit. Wherever God lives, that's where truth lives. Truth resides because he's the way, the truth, and life. Truth is a person. Truth is not observation. And you saw it and then you think this is a proof. Truth is a person. Hallelujah. But he had come unto Mount Zion, unto the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem, to the innumerable company of angels. I am from Zion. I am from Zion. Hallelujah. Tell your name, are you from Zion? Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Praise God. I know I am. That's why, that's why we don't speak sickness in Zion. No death. No sickness. Hallelujah. Hebrews 33, 34, the Bible says, the inhabitants, from the NIV translation, it says the citizens, read, 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 read together. Hallelujah, take me there quickly, Madam, Hallelujah, Isaiah 33, 34. Look at this, look at this. The inhabitants shall not say, we don't say I'm sick. It's your confession. Are you from Zion? I hit my head. No sickness there. Give it to me from the no one living in Zion will say I'm sick. But the Bible says you can't. My brothers and sisters, it is only us that is living there in Zion. Do you know where the church is? Not everybody's part of God's church. There's a church not driven by flesh. It's driven by revelation. Everything there. We don't talk sickness. We don't talk failure. We don't gossip. Hallelujah. We don't point finger. Glory to God. But I'm just trying to be real. Our for us, reality is a supernatural. Our natural our natural is supernatural. Oh come on, somebody. Glory to God. When we speak wisdom, we speak wisdom in esoteric language. In that place, we speak in tongues. The Bible says, These signs shall follow them that believe in my name. They shall cast out the devil, meaning the devil is afraid of us. They shall lay hands on the sick, the sick recover. They shall speak in new tongues. Glory to God. And these signs will accompany those. Give it to me from the King James translation. And these signs shall follow them that believe in my name. They shall what? Cast out devils. Only those in Zion. Where is Zion? Everyone, Zion is a place called Christ, the true promised land. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, Christ is a person, is also a place. Even as I'm in the building right now, I'm in Christ. That's a true promised land. The heavenly Jerusalem. Therefore, if any man be in Christ as a new creature, all things have passed away. Behold, all you know, all things have become new. What was the previous verse that I showed? Hallelujah. And these signs of all of them that believe in my name shall they cast out devils. Uh oh. Only those who believe by faith in that dimension. The faith dimension. Turn to your neighbor and say, the faith dimension. The faith dimension. The faith dimension. Because the faith dimensions, those who operate there, they please God. Praise the Lord. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. Come on, come on. So, those who live in the faith dimension, 
They please God. They are from Zion. They are citizens. And these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name shall they cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. Speak with new tongues. Glory to God. Hallelujah. A lot of people they question us. Why, why do you speak in tongues? Hallelujah. Glory to God. Why do we speak in tongues? Because I'm from Zion. Tell to never say. From Zion. First Corinthians chapter chapter 14, verse 2. Can I give you this? Oh, this verse is kind. Look at this, look at this, look at this. Hey, hallelujah. Glory to God. First Corinthians chapter 14, verse 2. For he that speaketh in an unknown tongue speaketh not to men. I'm not talking to men, but to who? But unto God. I speak in English to you. All English speakers can hear me. It's featured speakers if I speak featured, but when I speak in tongues, my audience is called. My audience is gone. You know, I met a person who said, you know, I told you a cousin of mine. He said, talking about, there's a viral video about certainly youth, they're speaking tongues and they're speaking with the pretty. And then, and then he was, she was fully against this thing. So I, I messaged her, why, why, why are you against? He said, they were speaking in the tongues. The Lord gave us, he gave us speaking in tongues to learn other languages so that we can take the gospel in that language. Ah. It's only the scriptures. Some some denomination they teach the speaking other tongues that we do comes from the devil. <laughs> Isaiah told us already in the book of Isaiah chapter 28 verse 11, he saw the future and he said this, for with stammering lips, the stammering lips want a tembini musukaka. Tembini musukaka, can I those people who stammer in this place God will speak to his people with stammering lips and another tongue so all those people they always debunk speaking tongues because they don't know the power of tongues it's time to remove them. It's time to tell them the truth. The church, the real church of Jesus Christ, yes. is taking over. Yes. Who cares about those things? I don't need to receive the Holy Spirit to know those things. I can go to school and learn other language. Are you hearing me? So here. This is the language of those people who operate in the higher dimension. They are, they are dimensions. Hallelujah. We operate with the highest frequency. Are you hearing me? Glory to God. Divine energies. So much energies. We operate at the highest energies. The energies above the universe. Are you hearing me? Look at the the speaking tongues said the temperature was a cacao, or in a mock, 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 a cacao, or in a
You'll see their life is not full of colors. It's all dull. Yes. Same old story. Yes. Are you hearing me? Because when you're speaking in a tongue, this is what happened. Your spirit is releasing signal. You receive revelation. You receive divine, you know, communication. We communicate with God through speaking other tongues. First Corinthians chapter 14, verse 2. He says, He that speaketh in an unknown tongue, you are not speaking to men. Remember that no man will understand you. You're not speaking Chinese, they are men. Russians, they are men. Glory to God. Are you hearing me? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Papua New Guineans, they are still men. Features are men. But he says, For he that speaketh in an unknown tongue, speaketh not unto men, but unto God. He says, For no man understandeth him. Give it to me from the Amplified Translation. I like how they put in amplified translation. Oh, Rabasata Kabaya. But, hallelujah. Come on, come on. Praise the Lord. First Corinthians chapter 14, verse 2. For he that speaketh in an unknown tongue. For one who speaks in an unknown tongue speaks not to men but to God. For no one understands or catches his meaning. Nobody should understand you when you speak in tongues because you are stammering. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Look at that. Look at that. Go back to Isaiah. Isaiah. Hallelujah. Isaiah 28 11. Hallelujah. And the boss is the boss of the tiny and the boss of the king of Next verse. Verse 12. Look at go back to what Paul says. Hello, the first Corinthians chapter 14, verse 2. For one who speaks in an unknown tongue, speaketh not to man but unto God. For no one understandeth or catches his meaning. Why? Because in the Holy Spirit, I like this. In the Holy Ghost, what are you doing? You are uttering secret truth. And hidden things that is not obvious to the understanding. Your understanding as a human being is limited to five senses. But there are things beyond your five senses. When you speak in tongues, those hidden truths that your five senses will not detect. That your spirit communicating to God directly. What you really need. What the need is. You may ask asking God for a car, but I was not a car. I'm going to give you a house. You may ask him go for a pair of jeans, but the Lord said, no, it's not a pair of jeans. You must first need a shoe. Glory to God. That's what happened. There are hidden secret truths and hidden things not obvious to the understanding. But when you are deep in prayer in other tongues, that's what happened. It's like you're connecting, raising your spiritual antenna to connect with God. The climax of your speaking other tongues is when God gives you a vision. God gives you a vision in a form of picture in your next level. Look at verse 4. Look at verse 4 in this translation. We look at the Gorotolo. For he who speaks in a strange tongue edifies and improves. Oh, come on, somebody. 
So don't bother about me when I speak in tongues because I'm improving myself. <laughs> Hallelujah. He that speaketh in a strange tongue and defiles them, improve himself. But he who prophesies, what is prophecies? Prophecies is the interpreting of the divine will and purpose and the teaching with inspiration. Hallelujah. Like this, what's happening right now? The divine will, the divine purpose. Hallelujah. The teaching that comes to you under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit for you to know the revelation, the mysteries of God. That's what, what happened. It's a oh, glory to God. Hey, hallelujah. It's prophecies interpreting the divine will. Glory to God. Think about it. Now you know, you know, you know the will of God for your life. We are a kingdom. Praise God. Satan longs and lusted after the things that you already have. The system of this world is built in such a way, it's a deception, it's a deception. The health system, finance system, economic system, they are just designed in such a way to deceive, to deceive the children of God. They will tell you, don't give, because you cannot believe. But the Bible says, somebody, you know, you are speaking here. Give and it shall be given back to you. Good message, press down, shake it together. She said, oh, don't have this engine. Now, all those spirits, the deception has also entered the church. You know, the faith movement was coming in amazingly well. But somehow, the message has been corrupted in such a way that you have to be selfish. Having faith to get your shoes. Having faith to get your jacket. Having faith to get your car. Having faith just to get everything about you, 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 you. You just love everything to be just about you, you, you. Hallelujah. But all things are yours. Tell me what all things are yours. All things are yours. Yes. The world is yours. 2 Corinthians 21, right? Is that? Is that? Is it right? My reference. 2 Corinthians 21, therefore let no man glory in man. Why? For all things are yours. Do you believe? Yes. Amen. Be content. Amen. Everything is yours. Amen. All things. All things. All things is yours. Amen. Do you know that? Amen. All things are yours. He says, be content. A lot of people think, be content with uh, cassava and tea. And then you're crying over the cassava and tea. Be content. The quality of your life that you live on earth is just dependent on the revelation of the word of God that you have. Amen. Don't be stuck in one level. A Christian is not a poor trying to be rich. You are the rich discovering your riches. Are you hearing me? A Christian is not the weak trying to be strong. You are the strong discovering your strength. Amen. You understand that? Glory to God. You know the way told you are weak. I refuse to be ostracized. I refuse to be marginalized. I know who I am. Therefore, let no man glory. Amen. Why? Look at next verse. Look at next verse. Whether Paul or Paul or Mandanao or Colossa or Kifa, Sifas, all the world, all the world, sister Esther, all the world, Amen. all life, Amen. praise God, all death, Amen. all things present, Amen. all things to come, what happened? All of Brother, do not be afraid of death. Hey, hallelujah. You see the power of the heavenly places in prayer. A Christian who knows God's word is a dangerous Christian. Because you'll put the devil where you belong. You'll put the gates of hell, meaning the works of hell. 
poverty, lack, hallelujah, praise the Lord, sickness, death, they are the workings of hell. It's not God's plan. Death did not come from God because he's the way, the truth, and the life. Are you hearing me? If you see somebody, your enemy coming, eh? Come on. And then and Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. He's not there. Amen. Are you hearing me? He's the truth. That's why I told you. This person comes and says all those bad things about you. You heard it on the other side. Because you were hiding and you're hearing it, you're angry. And then suddenly you're posting on, on Facebook because he's with your friends. And you don't hashtag KGM. Because you're wanting that person to kill that one of my And then on the other side is he didn't he didn't know that she didn't know that you were hearing you know talking on the other side. Would you just try all of best to put the hashtag, make it so cool, KGM, Mukinda Moka? Hallelujah! You know, there's a truth. Truth is not what you see and hear as it is. Truth is a person. Truth is a person. When you know the truth, the truth will make you free from that. Because truth is a person. I said something, your happiness is dependent on you. You shouldn't be dependent on anybody. No. I, I, so sad.
the church is God's treasure. He bought the whole world because his eyes is on the treasure. He bought the whole field. Are you hearing me? So, is to try to take it away from God's plan and purpose for your life. Hallelujah. There's a purpose for your life. What is the purpose? Anything that you must do must be connected to God's church. A lot of people now, the word church has become, you know, overly used. And people have played light on it. Hallelujah. Not everybody, not all the church are church of Jesus Christ. There's a true church of Jesus Christ built by him, Christ himself. The work of the pastors, prophets, evangelists, hallelujah, is the edifying of the body of Christ to bring you revelations, the spirit of prophecy, to build you in that level, in that dimension. Glory to God. Take for example, we were talking on the first fruit, right? They were members of the morning in these services. I called them because on Friday they called me for me to come and meet them. So when we're talking about first fruit, Rome, we've never heard of the teaching of first fruit before because all our life we thought the Jesus study. Because I taught them in the day, it was so powerful. Hallelujah. That Jesus Christ gave his God gave his first fruit, and his first fruit was Jesus Christ. Because of Jesus Christ, hallelujah, you are here today. You are the product of that first fruit offering of God. So we are standing on first fruit and they plan with the wife and says, you know what? We're going to give everything that we have right now. They were so inspired. Even I, I actually saw them crying right there, crying. Crying right there. Together, standing up here with the elbow, they're crying. Crying to the Lord. They were responding so, so strongly to the word. Praise the Lord. Because they do not have the money. The money that was supposed to sustain them. Praise the Lord. Oh boy. So they came, they gave. Monday, Tuesday, they got their car. Glory Yay, to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The car that they've been wanting for so long, it came, it up, you know, came on Tuesday. On Friday, it was out. They called me, Pastor, I got my car. How many of you were here in the morning that saw these things? Pastor, we got our car. What happened? We responded rightly, and then he stood up and he says, Don't take, don't have double mind or double yes. thoughts of the things Amen. that we did here. Praise the Lord. It happened. Glory to God, just like that. They said they didn't have the money, the money that they were supposed to be using, even in the week they gave, they were responding faith. And the sister Nini told us a testimony last week here, right? About what had happened. Hallelujah. He gave her first fruit and the first job, and the Lord gave him another job. Hallelujah. He received four times, three or four times higher salary from, from that one. Praise God. And she became, you know, the repertoire or the representative of New Guinea Airlines in Fiji as we speak right now. There's only one. Hallelujah. And that's her. Our choir director. Praise the Lord. Amen. Come on, somebody. Praise the Lord. Amen. Even those who are seniors, you know, working in ATS, they said, hey, how did you get the job with them? And now New Guinea Airlines, New Guinea Airlines as well. Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. Oh, the Lord is gracious and kind. The Lord is gracious and kind. And again, he gave, she gave everything, her first fruit on a Sunday. She was expecting her money. Hallelujah. As when she was listening and releasing prophecies on Wednesday, she was receiving prophecies and, and affirming. And then suddenly, right there and then, the money came, dropped. After she was receiving all those prophecies. Oh, wow. Glory to God. 
the word works. God's desire is not to give you a car, a house, but he just wants to give you the word of God in your spirit. Because if you can respond rightly, the real blessing is in the spirit. Your consciousness of what you have already received in the spirit is going to be manifest in the physical. The car, the house that you receive is a lowest form of blessing. Money is the lowest form of blessing. But he has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. So I'm blessed. I'm blessed. The Bible says, Blessed be God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us. A Christian is not a person trying to be blessed. You are the blessed of the Lord. That's why, how do you do the word? You do the word by talking. Talking the word is doing the word. I'm the blessed of the Lord. All things are mine. No weapon form against you ever problem. You're walking around your house. You, you know, in the dark. Oh, no, look at the glow. I'm from above and I'm also beneath. That's doing the word. Talking the word is doing the word. A lot of people doing the word meaning you go and flex your muscles and all those things. No, no, no. You talk the word. Blessed be the God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who has blessed us. God is spirit. Say God is spirit. God is spirit. And then they must worship him, must worship him in spirit and in truth. So if God is spirit, that means his blessing will be spiritual. The Bible let us know that the Lord has blessed us with all, all, all spiritual blessings in heavenly places. In God's storehouse in heaven where the blessings are, there is no blessing left. Let's give it to you. That's why he says, all things are yours. My God, I am richly blessed. I know who I am. I'm a child of God. Oh, hallelujah. I refuse to be sick. Because in Zion, we will not say I am sick. I know who I am. I'm immortal. I'm, the ch I'm a child of God. I'm born of the word. The word of God is a seed that gave life to me. I'm the word of God in flesh as well. I'm just like my, my father Christ. You see that? Second Adam. Hey. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I know who I am. I'm the blessed of the Lord. Read this Bible verse. Read this Bible verse. You take this Bible verse, you read it over and over and over again. Over and over. I'm blessed. I'm blessed. Until it sinks deep in your spirit that you are the blessed of the Lord. You are the blessed of the Lord. I'm Christian. You have arrived. You have arrived. You're not trying to reach. You have arrived. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. We come into this place called Zion. Praise the Lord. Psalms 18:19. The Bible says something. He says. He brought me forth also into a large place and delivered me because he delighted in me. Hallelujah. The Lord has brought us into a large place. Amen. This is a large place. Oh, hallelujah. The large place called Christ. Amen. So much to discover, my brothers and sisters. So much to discover. Amen. Don't limit yourself on just one, you know, one Bible verse. Every time you stand up and you say all those Bible verse forever, forever. That's your revelation all throughout the year. Glory to God. You are different. Amen. All things are yours. <laughs> all things are yours. Amen. Refuse to struggle. Refuse to struggle. A Christian 
you repented into rest. Are you hearing me? Struggle to erase Remy. The Israelites struggled with Moses. They thought that they used the law. They used the law. But it can never make them perfect. The Bible says in the book of Hebrews chapter 10, verse 1, it can never with those sacrifices make the covenant unto perfect. He told us. Are you hearing me? No. Can never with those sacrifices they offer ear by ear can make the covenant unto perfect. Why? Because the law having a shadow of good things to come. The law was just a shadow. Look at the shadow. This is my shadow. Praise the Lord. The law having a shadow of good things to come and not the very image of the things. Praise the Lord. Not the very image of the king. Praise the Lord. Right now, the kingdom has been passed from Israel to now. Oh my God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm in this place. Amen. The question is this is, what, this is why we are doing these things. This is the things. This is why we're doing these things. We preach the gospel. We are told to win souls. Why? Because we are working against the works of hell. The devil seeks so hard to attack the church. Everyone who's born again, the aim is to block people from coming into the church of Jesus Christ. The church of Jesus Christ is not physical. It's not defined by buildings. It's not defined by denomination. It's a setup that the Lord has set up. You can only enter into that place by faith. That's your access into the kingdom. Faith is a response of your human spirit to the world. You don't need to feel. You don't need to use your senses. We walk by faith. Those, if those people who live there, we live by faith and not by sight. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Yeah. Say, say, say. People who live there, people say, that's me. That's me. I walk by faith and not by sight. I walk by faith and not by sight. Come on, come on, come on. Say, I live there. I live there. <laughs> Praise God. I live there. I walk by faith and not by sensory perception. Glory to God. I walk by faith and not sensory perception. Say, I know who I am. I'm a child of God. I'm a child of God. And I'm from there. And I'm from there. Glory to God. Hallelujah. That's who I am. That's who I am. We live in that place. We live in that place. And that place is called Christ. Sayonibu. Glory to God. We are there now, you know. Colossians 1, that thing the Bible says, who have delivered us. The Lord has delivered us. Amen. You're not a Christian. You don't need deliverance. You don't need deliverance. Don't make your mother deliver. Take your mother. Don't come over here. Don't take your mother. Don't take your mother. Don't take your mother. Don't take your mother. <laughs> Glory to God. Hallelujah. He has delivered us from the power of darkness and has translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. The Lord has delivered. Amen. Delivered is past tense. From the power of the darkness. The moment when you're in Christ, the power of the darkness is no power, no more. 
The people of God are only destroyed because of a lack of knowledge. You hearing me? People of God are only destroyed because of a lack of knowledge. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Lord, I'm not perfect. Lord, I'm a sinner. A Christian is not a sinner. Save my grace. You are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. No, Pastor, but I feel you don't need to feel. You walk by faith and not by sight. Are you hearing me? But I think I'm a sinner. No, 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 no. John, Hebrews chapter 10, verse 13, right? Verse 14. He says, For by one offering, what did he do? He has perfected forever them that are sanctified. Can I you are perfect? I'm not perfect, but I'm trying to be one. The Lord has perfected you forever. That's a scripture. That's the word of God for you. Amen. You know what happened? The Lord has perfected your spirit. Your spirit has been recreated. What makes people backslide is not their spirit. It's coming from the unrenewed mind. It's not from the spirit. Right now, if you're a Christian, your spirit is perfect. When God looks at you, God knows that you are body of Christ. You are excellent. You are full of the glory. That's why a lot of people cannot say this. No, 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 no. All those imperfections is not coming from your spirit because he knew what he did on the cross for you and it's complete. Yes, perfected. For by one of yes, perfected forever than that is What make people backslide and go in the direction that they go is because of the unrenewed mind. They choose to allow thoughts. Once thoughts come in, and then what happens? It takes deep, it takes roots deep. Rooting system on their mind and their spirit. And then suddenly they become their thoughts. Their thought becomes words, their words become actions, their actions become their character and it has become their destiny. They believe because they've entertained those, those thoughts. The Bible says, cut your heart. Mm. With all diligence. That's mind. Mm. The actual word heart there is, is mind. Cut your mind with all diligence. Why? Because out of it are the issues of life. Glory to God. The word of God is for our transformation. The Bible says, glory to God, you know, do not be conformed to the patterns of this world because number one, we know we are in Zion and do not program in Matthew 24 Do not be conformed to the pattern of this world It's a lie, it's a deception It's a deception Satan's eye is on you because he decides what you have now Hearing me But the Lord kick him out Praise the Lord What you got it? You share God's name? You share his throne? Praise the Lord. You and him become the full God according to the yeah. scripture. Praise God. He says, do not be conformed to this world because this world is programming such a way to deceive you. Every time God speaks to us, he says, do not be deceived. In the last days, there will be perilous times. Praise God. He says, do not be deceived. Be not conformed to this world. The world has a pattern. In, in NIV translation, it says, do not be conformed to the patterns of this world. Hallelujah. Praise God. Do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. This is powerful, my brothers and sisters. Your transformation will not come from anywhere. The transformation key is just inside of you. Your mind. 
Praise the Lord. You've got to manage your mind. Mm. Pastor Chris coined this word, mind management. Praise the Lord. You only allow certain things that must come in and you filter the bad things out. God, the devil knows exactly how he can influence a Christian is through your mind. Thoughts come to you in the form of pictures. When it comes to you, put there, he deceives you. The moment you focus on those pictures, those images, those information comes to you, and then as you process it, you didn't know that you have been conformed to this world, to the pattern of this world. And then he says, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Why? So that you may be able to test and approve what God's will is. His, his good and pleasing and perfect will. So in check on the perfect will of God, you can test and approve if this is God's will or no. How? If your mind is not conformed to the pattern of this world. It's already been renewed. Glory to God. Are you in this place? When we come to church, this is what happened. You will exchange all those files in your mind. The fear file, delete, replaced by the faith file. You speak, I refuse to fear. I refuse to fear. I declare that I have faith. Oh, Every Christian has faith. Amen. No Christian has zero faith. News flesh to a lot of people. Amen. The Bible says God has dealt to every man the measure of faith. Amen. Some people come and say to you, you don't have faith. That's why no, no, no. You've got something to start from. Praise the Lord. That's a gospel. You've got something to start from. Glory to God. I'm alive unto Christ. I know who I am. So I've been delivered from the power of darkness. And God has translated me. Hallelujah. Into the kingdom of his dear son. I'm a new creature. I speak there. And I talk from there. Hallelujah. I know who I am. I know who I am. Oh, glorious thing has been spoken about me. Glorious thing has been spoken about me. I'm a child of God. I overcome the world. I'm seated far above the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. All things are passed away. All things have become new. The Lord has qualified me. The Lord has made me fit to share the portion which is his inheritance of the saints. God's holy people in the light. Say the Father has delivered and drawn me to himself out of the control out of the dominion of darkness and he has transferred me into the kingdom of his son of the son of his love in whom i have our i have my redemption through his blood the forgiveness of my sin i know who i am the remission of my sin i know who i am i need christ and I live from there. I'm part of God's kingdom. This is the powerful kingdom that the world has never seen before. I'm strong. My finances are strong. My health is strong. I live in divine health. We all know in I'm in charge. I'm in control. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. I refuse to lack. I refuse to be sick. I refuse the downline. I declare in the name of Jesus, Satan has no power over me, over my finances, over my future. I know who I am. 